I don't know how to start it. Well, you just did. Uh, yeah, I uh, I don't know what to say. I feel like for the past several podcasts, I've been complaining about how late we've been, and uh, this is the ultimate late. <laughs> I mean, I think then we do one like last Thursday or something. Though. No, <laughs> no. Oh, really? We're that far it's on? been like three weeks. No, it hasn't. It hasn't been three weeks. I, we well, will go timestamp. We're gonna start doing better. We could probably do one on. Uh, we kind of busy on something. We probably do it on Monday though. Okay. I mean, we'll see. I like I like like we talked about a lot earlier. Like I want there to be content. So like, but I also don't want shit to go south on my farm all the time. So yeah. it's a fine line. Well, I feel like the issue wasn't content. It was just you know another time and content. Well, another couple weeks of being difficult to balance everything between the farm and our jobs and like even our relationship and just making time for everything the way it needed to be taken care of yeah and i mean there, i mean there's and there's a lot of stuff that went on too like um you know i was really busy helping out a buddy on saturday do stuff mm-hmm. with with cow and so i mean you know by the time that's all said and done like i don't want to i just want to like chill and yeah. <laughs> likely go to sleep yeah so, what are all the big updates that you want to talk about? Because I have updates. I'm sure you have updates. I see your garden all the time now when I'm walking yeah. around. Um, yeah. And, I mean, like, I got, you know, I've been thinking about a lot of things lately, too. And I thought I thought you were going to uh, give me a compliment. I thought that's where it was going. You see my garden. Yeah, I see your garden. See and that's all. And that's it. I just see it. I, and I then get, I leave. I don't want to get a spoiler, like. You get to talk about your garden as part of the... I mean, can you tell me it looks good at least? I tell you it looks good all the time. I know, but right now, your I need that validation. Say, I look at your garden and I'm impressed. I am so impressed with your garden. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I need to probably weed whack around it, though. Yeah. Because I don't, like, it's hard for me to get the... Well, I mean, maybe I could just run the sheep by it or something. I don't know. No, I don't trust the sheep because I'm using part of it as a trellis okay. for... Some of the cucumbers. Well, so. Okay. Well, then I'll weed whack at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know. What should we update with? We all had a stomach virus for like four days, and that was super fun. I died. Yeah. I think we all died at different times. Yeah. Other than our daughter. Yeah. Is she the only one that didn't really get it? Yeah, because it was her birthday, and God was looking out for her. <laughs> I was fine. All day until I was reunited with our son who had projectile vomited. And then like five hours later, it was was over for me. Yeah, I know. You knew that all of us were feeling bad because we had pizza and cake and only one tiny slice (laughs) got out of both of them because we just, oh yeah. So we don't have to go into detail, but that was also like. It felt like a week gone. Yeah, and I mean, good lord, it set uh, it set me back as far mm. as my farm plans. Like me back in the housework. Uh, yeah, I mean it. It just I have a set schedule right now. I know it doesn't seem like it, and like I'm still recovering from the schedule being so broken this week. Mm-hmm. Where I like to, you know, it doesn't have to be, it's not a set weekend day, but one of the weekend days I have to take some extra time 
to set up for the week mm -hmm. as far as like fencing goes because we are still and probably forever rotationally grazing our stuff and it it takes time but if you spend the time earlier in the week you can have things set up to where it doesn't take time mm -hmm. it takes you know five minutes mm -hmm. per animal group and then filling up water yeah so he's basically saying that he's setting up like essentially different paddocks so that during the even though it takes a long time to get them set up during the week all he kind of has to do is open it up and then they move and then he shuts it and then it's pretty much done yeah and i mean it doesn't take really like a long time like yeah. the fencing that we bought we bought for the reason of it not to take a long yeah. time but it's still you know like you know it takes like five minutes to drop it five minutes to pick it up and then five minutes to set it and you know five minutes to stake it i mean that's like you know was that 20 minutes 25 minutes yeah. yeah hey did you get that sheep that got stuck on the other side today no i left him alone he was a He's cow still today. in it yeah but no i moved the cows oh right <laughs> and then i moved the sheep into there and so he just stayed where he was yeah one of the sheep the baby sheep somehow I, mean, I don't know how he got i don't know how he did it i don't either I, he, but must, he must have got the piss shocked out of him because he yeah. would not go back yeah yeah and because right now the sheep and the cows are like parallel side side. yeah they're side by side and somehow when i left for work this morning a baby was in with the cows and and he doesn't need his mom he should really be weaned off already if we yeah you know that and that might be something that we end up looking into but it's all about infrastructure and we're just going to rotationally graze right now and fix one problem at a time yeah. this year the problem we're fixing is spread out lambing season which i hate yeah is that a good segue is that what we want to talk about next Sure, I mean, we can. We can segue over there. Did you have, like, a itinerary planned out in your head? Like a... No. For, yeah. for, for, for the podcast? The pot? No. Yeah. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, that's one thing that's exciting and coming up. It probably won't take very long to talk about, but um, we've talked about it before. We are needing and trying and will get the sheep on a breeding schedule. Usually we just have a ram hanging out with them 24-7 all year. So the breeding schedule got all jacked up. Some were giving birth on like Christmas. Some ended up like on Easter and they're all spread out. And it's just not ideal, especially when you take into account the different the differences in the pasture, because during the winter, I don't know, I guess I won't go on that tangent, but long story short, we are just going to have a ram on the farm for a particular amount of time to breed, and then I thought the plan was to then either to move it or sell it, um, and I guess that's still the plan. So Yeah, yeah. Um, we have a, we have our friends over, and I'm still ironing it out, so. Um, they, I think they listen to the podcast, so don't think you're committed to this already, but yeah. <laughs> our friends Surprise. over on, on Felt's Farm, it sounds like the plan will be to essentially he'll be, I'll be the first leg. Well, so, <laughs> okay, so let me explain it this way. So we're going to get a ram from a guy, um... I can't remember how far away he is. He's like up by JMU. So he's like yeah. on the 81 corridor. Like four or five hours? Yeah, probably five hours. Great. <laughs> it is what it is. Great looking ram. But I talked to the guy for a while. And so he has 
Um, he runs flocks, and his son also runs flocks. And so him and his son, so I guess his son has the ram first and breeds, and then the next year he passes that ram to his dad, and his dad breeds with, you know, whichever one <laughs> breeds sounds, his flock. It just sounds so weird. <laughs> and then after that, they're, they're you know, they're done with it. So I was like, hey, um, and he wasn't even advertising breeding ram. He was like trying to sell like ram lambs. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I messaged him and I was like, hey man, um, you know, I'm looking for this. I was like, I'm looking for a mature ram. It was at least over one year old and has, you know, has good quality. I was like, you got anything? And he was like, yeah, I got, he's like, I got one that I'll be looking to move and sent me pictures of it. Great looking ram. Guy was super cool. Price was, price was good. So, um, essentially the plan is we get that ram our friends over on Felt's Farm have one ram there right now. They will, I'm guessing, take profit on that ram, whether it's for sale as an animal or for meat or keep the meat themselves. I'm not sure what exactly they're going to do. Um, I'm happy to give them pointers. I'm sure I'll talk to them about stuff. But then when we're done breeding with ours... Then we will sell and meet up or deliver this new ram who, I mean, this, this guy's big, mm-hmm. like, and I'll get into that in a minute too. Um, we'll sell it to them for the same exact price and then they can sell, they can sell that one the following year for the same exact price. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they want to do with their breeding schedule it sounds like they're a little bit more like flexible there. It sounds like it doesn't bother them to have a Ram there all the time. I know or they might not, they just might have different, they could change their mind. Yeah. I no, you know, I don't know. Yeah. they. And then we can, we'll have to different. move it somewhere else, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but so essentially I'm hoping that he wants to get on kind of like the same style thing where, you know, he wants the ram a ram for one year, mm-hmm. essentially, and it's like a it's like a win win because I'm not bringing in any, I'm not bringing in any dinks. I feel like our flock has been dinks, and what I was talking about earlier, I was going to get back into about this ram being so big. Mm-hmm. Well, I talked to a couple of people about building your um your sheep flock, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I common thing that kept getting brought up. Is that if you really want to get good um, sheep, start off with a really good ram. Mm-hmm. They said that a really good ram with okay ewes, which are female sheep, will produce really good sheep. And you can build a flock that way. That's like, good to know. Huh. So I always thought that it was going to be the opposite. Yeah. Like really, Like really good ewes will make, you know. Yeah. But... I don't know. It might be bullshit. It might just be people telling me that who are selling, yeah. <laughs> you know, but we'll find out. Yeah, definitely. You know? We've just, we've had like a, a, not a dichotomy in our use, but some of our girls are nice and big and some of them are very small. Well, I hate to cut you off or disagree with you, mm. but some of our use are, so... That's all in in 
respect to our own flock because yeah. even our biggest views are dinks compared to these big oh. commercial, yeah, you know, operations. Like, yeah. I mean, they I would say like Godie and Denise and Blacktop are like medium sized sheep when it comes to when it comes to real sheep, mm-hmm. but like. I mean, where we're going to pick this ram up from, the pictures of the ewes that he has, like, they look, Goody and Denise look, they make them look small. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Like, and I mean, they're just filled out everywhere. Like, yeah. big, full necks and taller and wider and broader in the shoulders. And and that was, I think, one of the only things that surprised me in a negative way when we first started doing the sheep, which is kind of how small all the cuts were. It wouldn't be like, you know, like everything just kind of seemed miniature. Yeah. I mean, they're not giant animals either. Yeah. yeah. So, it is what it is. Um, and we're just, I mean, we're still figuring things out when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. But I love our sheep and I love eating lamb. So, it's like, it's a win-win. Which we are doing literally right now. We had lamb for dinner. Yeah, we did a... It's phenomenal. Well, we did like a... um like a seared leg of lamb bake thing going on. I was doing a lot of yard work, so I seared it and then put it in the oven at super low temp. Yeah, it was all him. I just uh, got to enjoy it. Yeah. It wasn't all me. <laughs> so that's what's going on with the sheep. We're going to be picking up the ram, I guess, the weekend of July weeks, or think. June 5th. Yeah, Something I think like in that. like two weeks. Yeah. Three weeks, two weeks. So hopefully there'll be gas all the way out there and back. Oh, God. Yeah, that was the other thing. We freaking ran out of gas. Like, we I didn't run out of gas. I know. Well, almost. We, I mean, everybody knows there was a gas shortage. Does everybody know? People uh, in other, we have a surprising amount of people in other countries, and our most of our listeners are from Canada, which is very Love surprising. It. Love Remember, we're, or maybe not most of our listeners, but our podcast is number five in our category. <laughs> Thank you to all our Canadian listeners. Um, yeah, I guess, long story short, there was a gas shortage. Cyber hackers hacked our pipeline, our pipeline and then they got all the money, and then they opened the pipeline back up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what the moral of that story is, but... <laughs> I, I don't know. All I know is I look like one of those stupid ass panickers when really I just needed to fill up my four wheeler and and my farm truck was pretty much on E and I didn't know where I would be able to get gas from, but my car was full. So I drove around with gas cans and yeah. so I was that guy at the gas station <laughs> yeah, filling everyone. up gas cans. Like people looking at me, I'm like, guys, I got a four wheeler Yeah, I fill up. <laughs> And we had to go get, we had to stock up on animal feed. Yep, that was the big issue. Which That's, is why I needed gas for the farm truck. Yeah, the timing was terrible. And I talked a little bit about it on Facebook. But it's like the day that it really like kind of got into the bad zone where like people were panic buying and like the majority of the gas stations were out. Like everywhere immediately ar- around our house was completely out. And like it, it was really hit or miss. And it 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 could, it seemed like it was going to go really bad. And um, it coincided with 
our big feed pickup, if you remember from last episode or the one after, instead of, you know, we finally upgraded from getting the bags to buying in bulk from a local feed store. So, like, all of the chickens were literally out of food, and it was like, oh, <laughs> there's no gas. So how are you going to get, you know, 45 minutes one way to the feed store? <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't a choice. <laughs> and I don't know what's going on. In this economy, in this, in this world, but um, I'm not a big fan of a lot of things going on. And one of the crazy things is that the freaking price of corn mm. is through the roof. So for me, my overhead right now on feed is yeah. is wet. Is I mean, it was like a twenty dollar difference for like with, really within a fifty five gallon. I didn't yeah. realize it was that much. Yeah, it wow. went from like 58 to, I can't remember. We did the math. I think it went from like 58 to 74. Wow. Yeah. Dang. Okay. I, I mean, I mean, look, he was even apologizing to me. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. like, well, hopefully next time when you come back, yeah. the price will be. What, without getting political, what is the reason for that? Like in the most middle of the road way? Can you explain? I mean. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of, like, it's supply, demand, and the value of the dollar, really, as far okay, as an so economic standpoint. Okay, so that it's not like there's some, like, big disease that wiped out all the corn in the Midwest or something, like... No. No, it's just the... Everything's going up. Supply and demand, I mean, you know, food yeah. shortage, like, food prices are... Everything's going up right now. Okay. Food prices going up, gas prices going up. Yeah. Corn prices are going up. Like what? Okay. okay, I get it. So, but don't worry to our to our customers who have already pre ordered things. Like mm -hmm. you are locked in. Your yeah. price is locked in. Yeah. And if we need to adjust things for next year, we'll adjust things for next year. Yeah, I know. We need to. I know you sent me something. I need to put together like a price sheet thing. You still not message that person back? No, I've talked to her it's about been like, other. Two weeks. Three I know, weeks. I know, but I wanted to make like an actual, like pretty, like chart. Well, you don't like, need to, to. You just, just be like, "Hey, we're we're new to this." I did say this that. is what we got. Okay. <laughs> supply and demand. Like once we have more demand, like I feel like we're doing a really good job with our supply and demand. Yeah. Although being sick backlogged us on eggs out of all the things. Oh yeah, yeah. Eggs. So um, yeah, I don't know. I think I got a. I mean, nothing crazy. I think that I could push like an extra couple dozen yeah. going into. Well, yeah, I need to. Well, eggs are hard because it's like no one necessarily like the people who want eggs want them like every week. You know, like mm -hmm. very rarely will someone be like, yeah, I'll just get one dozen eggs right now. Like people want to become customers. Right. Um. So we don't always have this many, but. Nope. Um, it was strange. Like the counters were like completely filled up. Like well, I didn't check it for a day, and they were like twenty eggs. <laughs> well, uh, you know the problem. You know, big problem was that we get like we got sick. Yeah, which means I didn't go to the hockey rink for mm -hmm. multiple days. Yeah, and that's where I take a lot of like my excess. Mm -hmm. And then I had already stocked up my um. My my frequent customers mm -hmm. were already stocked up, so I was like, "Shoot!" And it's, it's gonna come. It's gonna be a problem again because 
uh, I got one customer who buys a decent amount of eggs, probably on average at least three. It's probably on average like three dozen a week, and that's yeah. on average. And so sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. But you know, he's going out of town next Wednesday. Oh, no. So, and we just gave him three dozen. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he'll want more before he goes. Yeah, I might not. not. Probably won't want to pack those. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be like, hey, you should buy some more um, stuff to take to your family because you're going for Memorial <laughs> Day. So he's going to be grilling out and stuff. Yeah, nothing better than our deviled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> With the burgers and mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. You know? So we'll yeah. see. So we ended up being drowning in eggs, which was. But not for that long. We sold. We pushed out like five dozen. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. But I guess that segues into us not only drowning in eggs, but drowning in chickens. I am. A lot of chickens. Yeah. We. If you've ever heard of chicken math, I'm finally to the point where I am at capacity. Like, I can't. I don't want one more. Freaking chicken on this property. Yeah, we're probably going to get like a 10 more here next I week. I know. Or... I know. I'm rethinking every... I mean, not really, but like we were just in the thick of it like two weeks ago, I feel like. I feel like two weeks ago was my number one chicken hating week. <laughs> it was just so much like we're still trying to perfect the brooder situation for... The huge quantities of the meat birds. So now we are, we have them set up so that we're getting a shipment all summer for 80 each month, <laughs> which I knew would be too much. And I don't I, think it's too much at it all. It is way too much. And anyway, when we had gotten them originally, the first day they came, I, I realized that whatever brooder situation we were, we had. Even though I thought I had upscaled it enough, was not nearly going to be good enough. And just like two weeks ago, it just really came to a head. And they're at the point where they could jump out. And <laughs> I guess there's another story um, uh, along with that. But they were just like jumping out and getting on the deck and just they poop so much. You have to clean the thing every single day. Like literally. To keep it sanitary, I had to clean it every single day. And it was so annoying and so disgusting and just so hard to keep on top of. Well, um, I, and I mean, I've seen a lot of people that do brooders and they have like a, it's like the mesh bottom. And yeah. so they poop it like this through. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't really like this. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like them with their little feeties on there and i know like well now finally like i really feel like the way to go is to just immediately put them in like in a chicken tractor but have it like close to the house and like maybe set it up to be a little bit more closed because now i guess all that to say we finally kicked them out <laughs> i feel like every story i'm gonna tell is so tied um because it's because we did our first chicken processing of the first birds but i guess they won't jump ahead but they're finally on pasture now which is earlier than we thought um but it's so much less stress like oh it's just like a weight has well, one been of them lifted got out off. today it was funny how no clue no clue i i fed them i was i fed them i moved them 
I was getting them water, and then I was taking the water to the sheep and the cows. Mm -hmm. And then I just noticed that there was one standing next <laughs> to the chicken tractor just what? looking at me. And I was like, how'd you get out? Like, Weird. It must... There must have been uneven ground for it to, like, go underneath or something. I don't know. That's very strange. I threw the little hut out. I'm not dealing with that no more. Yeah. Yeah, there's too many of them. I mean, all they do is go in there and poop. Yeah. Yeah, they're little poop machines. So, anyway. all that big. Quick. I know. I, it is so startling how big and how fast they get. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it is insane. Yeah. Um... I took that on a weird story. Where do you want to go from there? We can either talk more about those chicks or we can talk about how you did the first batch of 10 Cornish and two little roosters. Yeah, I didn't even really want to do those little roosters, but. But I made you. You did. Boss lady. Because I, well, I guess, like I said, there's just too many, so many mouths to feed. Like the, the two that he's talking about, the, very first three chicks that were ever hatched on the farm, um, it was two roosters and a hen, and they're mature now. Like they're like they were like ten or twelve weeks old. Um, the hen will start laying literally any day now, which is exciting. And it, it we just have too many. We just have too many chickens. We yeah, didn't want to. We weren't gonna do anything with them. Yeah, it was just sentimental. Like they're just special because. They were hatched on our farm. They were. Um, but now they are no longer with us. <laughs> no, they are they gone. They're cool birds. Mm -hmm. So you want to talk about how that first processing went? Uh, I mean, yeah, we can. I mean, Do you not I want to? thought that it went pretty good. I mean. Well, the issue was we didn't have our scalder. Yeah, we don't have our scalder yet, which I... Uh, I don't know. We get into June, and I still ain't heard nothing from him. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, when are, when is this coming?" Because so it was back ordered, but I ordered this. How long ago did I order this? It's been a Months while. Months ago. Yeah, and they told me that they should that they would they should have them back uh, at the beginning of May, beginning to middle of May. Um, and I was like, okay, I was hopeful that I would get it before we did our trial run of birds, which was mm -hmm. going to be 11, right? But it ended up being 10. Yeah. Um, anyway, not important. I was hopeful that we would get the scalder before then. I still have not gotten the scalder. I still have not gotten an email about it or been charged for it yet. So I haven't That's paid good. for it yet, but... Well, that's good. So the way that you're well, that most people do chicken processing is, you know, after you, you know, killed a chicken, then you scald it, which sounds really scary. But basically, you put it in a, uh, after it's already passed, you put it in a, um, boiling water. Was it's boiling? Not, it's not boiling. Well, hot water like for fifty degrees. Yeah, just for like a second or two, and then you put it in the plucker, it's and the pluck. Second, it's like. Well, I, I, they don't know need to know seconds. directions. I'm just uh, trying to tell do. it. For, maybe they want to know how to do well, it. Well, this is not the, <laughs> the podcast to do that. Um, so just for a, you know for 40 seconds or whatever you just said, and then you put it in the plucker, and that takes all the feathers out. So it's supposed to be a lot easier. It is a lot easier. So we have a plucker. Yep. But 
the scolder is important because if you don't get it hot like that, the feathers don't come out as well. So we had to like makeshift like on the stove. It was complicated and tedious. Yeah, but, but it worked. It, it worked. Yeah. Done. Um, yeah. Once we have our real skeleton, I mean, I bought a nice, nice one. Mm-hmm. It's like a forty gallon one. <laughs> like it's she a big boy. And um, you did it in record time. I mean, you know, granted it was like twelve of them. Um, I think it took you what four hours from start, to, like very start to finish, and that's with our janky scalder situation. Yeah, that's. I mean, it took a lot longer for the whole process, but I also didn't set up <laughs> the yeah. way that I should have, and I like everything was just kind of more along the lines of, like rushed. Yeah, and not the right equipment set up correctly, and I knew that going into it. The actual like like uh, so like if you just took the time of me scalding the bird, plucking the bird, processing the bird, and bagging the bird, it, I mean, it really only takes like a couple minutes for each bird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and once we do our big batch of eighty, that's you know, it's gonna be pretty quick. But I'm gonna have a lot more stuff like yeah. I'm going to have more. And, and I knew I didn't have this going into it. I was just like, all right, we'll do what we can. Because, you know, it's like I, the scalding pot had to also be. we had, Like, we just had to do everything. Like, mm-hmm. didn't have my coolers full of ice. So I was icing the birds down in a different, <laughs> a different way to get them cold. And, yeah. And, you know, we got to rinse them all out. And get them cold. They have to reach... Their core temperature has to drop down enough before you uh, bag them, essentially. Yeah, and I mean, it, it is just that's food. tedious. That's, that's like, food safety stuff. Yeah, you can't, like, it's not some something that you should rush. Like, there's so many things that could go wrong as far as, like, illness. go. Like, you know, like, you have to be careful gutting them and make sure you have them at the right temperature for all these steps so that you don't you know, past foodborne illness. And we were very conscious of that and keeping everything nice and clean and sanitary. Yeah. So it's like, you know, even though you want to be done with it quick, like you have to be really meticulous at the same time. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He's like, you know, you don't want to bust the craw. You don't want to bust the, any of the intestines. You want to make sure you get all the lung out. You want to make sure that, you know, then you, ice the bird down and that they get rinsed really nice. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, you got to seal them correctly and then you got to get them, you know, really like frozen. Um, It's weird though. Like I read things and it's like, people say like your best, the best results is to like not freeze the bird for two days. Mm -hmm. Like, but don't push it past that is what they say. And I mean, we ate, we, we did, we yeah, ate we had our, our first one. It was delicious. Yeah. It was so juicy and yeah. good. Um, it was a little more tough than yeah. I had thought it, you know, it was mm-hmm. going to be, but also it, it literally went from like alive to dead to in the oven. <laughs> yeah. It was immediately. Yeah. Like there, there was, was no time. There was wasted. no agent. There yeah. was, there was, yeah, none of that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, it is something to get used to. I mean, that's just kind of how every ethically raised animal is. And it, I was actually thinking about it, and I was going to say, like, oh, we're, you know, not we, because honest, 
you know, as far as chicken goes, I tr- whenever we do buy it, I try and buy the best I can. But we don't really buy – we really don't buy meat at the grocery store unless it's, like, a special occasion. So part of me was going to say, like, oh, we have to get used to, you know – the difference between the grocery store, like tender stuff, it's it's only tender because it's been on the shelf for like twelve years. Or well, it hasn't. The chicken <laughs> didn't move its whole. Yeah, life. it was just like in a cage and literally never, you know, saw sunshine. Um, you know, because that'll make a tender bird, but you know, a sad, sad tender bird. Mm. Uh, but I think that ours have more flavor. Like, yeah, ours me had too. More flavor, me like hundred percent, definitely. And I mean, it's not like we're doing anything like like any pasture raised mm-hmm. bird. I feel like is gonna have more flavor. Like how juicy it was. Yeah, it was so juicy. Like it was great. And I, when I say it was tougher than I expected, like it was not tough. Yeah, it was. It was just a meaty, thick mm-hmm. chicken. And yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure if I had, if we had slow cooked it for like you know four hours, like yeah, it would have been. Like shredded chicken, like yeah, and I'm sure there's ways to cook it to make it even more tender. Um, I just kind of did a roast. Yeah, like we just a standard. Roast. And hey, I'll I'll say I I have always been intimidated by cooking like whole birds, and I, you know, before we started doing this, I had been hesitant because I'm like I. I personally had never liked to buy whole birds. Like, I get that. It seems like a pain in the butt to, you know, cut the breast out and then cut the legs off and all that kind of stuff. But it was a lot easier than I thought. Like, I can definitely – it. it's just easier. I can see myself doing this now where before I was like, uh. <laughs> right. And, but, and the other thing is, is that I did have people who bought chickens who paid the extra money, which mm-hmm. I don't charge very much extra money. To break the bird down for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you don't want the whole bird or, you know, you don't want it all in one piece. Yeah. Like I'll, yeah, I'll break it down. You'll get, you know, your four wings, mm-hmm. two breasts, two tenderloins, um, and then either a leg quarter or I can do it a thigh and a drumstick. Like, mm-hmm. and it doesn't take me very long to do it. Yeah. You know, I've been breaking down birds, gosh, for 10 years. Yeah, <laughs> Whether well, it's compared- chickens, ducks, turkeys. Compared to like the sheep and cows like a chicken's nothing to butcher like you don't have to worry about the different cuts or anything not for the whole ones yeah Yeah. which is why when people want it broken down they do have to pay an extra little bit of money Mm -hmm. but that also you know it it helps with my time and but also i've you know i have to vacuum seal their stuff differently yeah so like my whole thought process was that we were going to deliver vacuum sealed birds but um now i think i'm just gonna do the shrink wrap birds mm-hmm. you know which is what people you know see and yeah. generally get yeah and we want to keep it as affordable as possible without you know cutting <laughs> like we don't want to pay for your food but it, yeah. it is hot like it's crazy how expensive chicken should be like but we know like we don't want to pay 20 dollars or right however much you know it is for well, I mean, some of these birds are going to be twenty. Well, that I mean, I was not like that. That's not what I like. I don't know. I have no frame of reference, but like, I don't want to be paying like twenty dollars a pound or like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like that's that's what I meant. Like, (laughs) yeah, they might be twenty dollars, but you know, 
some of these people charge like outlandish things but if you oh yeah i mean i see nickel and dime everything then it does kind of come out to that i just can't believe that some people are able to sell their chickens at the prices mm-hmm. that they list them as and i'm like good lord yeah. like uh, i think north carolina state average for pasturage burrs is six dollars and 22 cents yeah per pound per pound yeah i mean you get a five pound bird so for $35. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. I would like to keep our birds under, you know, like under like 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And they're probably right around in that area. Mm-hmm. You know, some are bigger, but you know, I know the one that we ate would have been like $17. Okay. So I felt like we got $17 worth of food out of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, the, can't beat the flavor. I just try to let all our stuff speak for itself when you eat it like just just try it like i'm not saying you gotta you know like i'm not i will never turn away a sale like Mm -hmm. whether it's one bird or one dozen eggs or 50 birds like i'm not gonna turn away i'm not afraid to make a you know a sale no matter how big or small it is like Mm -hmm. i want people to try it and i feel like if you buy something small and you try it like you're more likely to come back yeah so I mean I haven't had anybody and a lot of my friends are pretty honest and everything. Mm-hmm. Like I've no I haven't had any complaints. Yeah. You know, since we started doing things the way that we're doing them. Like no complaints. Yeah. Yeah. It's And I think one of the big things is, is when I talk to people, especially like at work or at hockey or even at the hunt club, like I absolutely refuse and I and I've always been this way. Ever since I started hunting and like making, you know, wild game for friends and stuff like that, I refuse to let if 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 it's even questionable, I will not serve somebody any food yeah. that like I wouldn't eat right in front of you and feed myself and my kids. Like, like it's I'm really open and honest about that, and you know I feel like even. So, like, we, I've done a couple cows and, and, and whatever, and I throw away a lot of, like, I could get more poundage, for sure. Mm-hmm. I could get more poundage for more ground meat, blah, blah, blah. But, like, if I don't like how something looks or, or whatever, or I think it's, I, I just, you know, I'll throw away a lot more than I probably should. Mm-hmm. But I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, I want you to get high quality stuff. And if it's less fatty and all this other thing because I threw away some fat that was probably good fat, but I thought it, I didn't like how it looked. Then oh well. Yeah, exactly. You want it to be high quality. Yeah, be proud I just, of what we do. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I you know I, I worked at restaurants and stuff like that, and I worked at restaurants where people would try to you know tell me that I needed to push certain products and things, and it's like I can't push that product. Like, it's not worth the. It's not that like that drink isn't worth twelve dollars. Like I'm not gonna tell somebody that they should buy it, even if it makes me more money or whatever. Like no, because I'm not gonna buy it. I can't tell somebody something that I wouldn't buy. Yeah, like, that's the way I look at it. The whole thing we're doing this is to share the great cool thing that we're doing. Like we're not necessarily in it because we want to be like farm business owners. Like we love what we do. We want to be able to share it, you know, and expand what we do. You know. Yeah. I mean, I like all of it. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, now, but I mean, the heart of it, it's not like that's not what we, we got did into this it. in yeah. order to make money. Like, yeah, that's not what we. No. That's not what we got into it, and it's certainly not what 
you know, drives drives us all the way. I mean, it's definitely a pushing factor, but yeah. I mean, yeah. I just like, you know, I feel like we treat all our animals really great here and, you know, while they are some are dollar signs to us and I mean, we just want we want them to be happy while they're mm-hmm. here and then we want people to enjoy them and yeah. like and they're livestock. They're not you know, it's it, this is a sad thing to say, but they're like they're not pets. Like yeah. they're livestock, mm-hmm. and you know, they're different. Things are here for different reasons. Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. It's all about a mindset. Um, I guess we need to give the breast update. Oh, so our breast chickens. Didn't we talk about this? I thought we had no. talked about this. Oh. No, the last time, the last thing that they had heard was that we had left. Two in the incubator. We did. One was a yes and one was most likely a no. Right. Well, they both hatched. Yes. And they're both still alive. Yeah. They both are still alive. Um, I think you think that they're both roosters. Yeah, I'm pretty positive they're both roosters. I can't tell. I'm not. I'm just letting them do their thing. Mm-hmm. They are. I don't know if it's the breed, if it's the genetics, but they are lazy. Yeah, they don't, they don't do shit. Nothing about this experiment has gone according to what we expected. Like, just their personalities and even the way they look and they're growing. Like, their wing feathers, like, usually on all birds, like, the wing feathers are kind of the first to come in. But they're, like, extra long. Like, the actual feather, like, they just look different than kind of any other chick that I've seen. Yeah. And they, they're just, like you said, they're lazy. Like, usually they're hopping around and, you know, running around and jumping on the side. And they're just... Like me. They just lay there together. And, I mean, yeah. they're healthy. Like, we feed them and water them. And we do the same thing we do with all, with all of them. And they just aren't active. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. It... We may try again next year or something with uh, a different hatchery. Yeah, not going back to to this hatchery. Like I, I don't know. I'm just not happy with it. Yeah, I was excited. I was really excited for it. We were both. I was excited about it too. But but it's just been kind of a disaster, and like I hate wasting money. And I know that's just the whole the way it goes. It was an experiment, but it feels yeah. like. We just I mean, paid, sure. like, $25 a chick. Yeah. <laughs> well, the real experiment is going to be the With My Hands Homestead uh, Cornish Cross Mix that yeah. we're doing. Oh, my gosh. Because we're going to need to know, mm-hmm. is it a viable option? Yep. Or is it not? Yep. And yep. we'll probably only get to try like one batch before it gets cold yeah i didn't even think about us being able to get a batch this year but they are maturing very fast yeah we'll be able to get um yeah because i can't take that gamble going into next year without knowing yeah yay or nay that's i guess i didn't think that far of like i just kind of assumed we would be starting off but i mean we do need to know because, yeah, like, what know. if we need to order? Because, yep. I mean, the back backup. Up. They back up. Well, the right. backup plan is to just order the Cornish Crosses just like everyone does from hatcheries. I mean, that's yeah. what, like, 99% of 
people do who raise Cornish crosses. You just get them from a hatchery because it's like impossible to make them yourself. Yeah. We are trying to make them ourselves. Uh, so, yeah. Stay tuned for that. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Might work. Might, might work. not work. Might not work. We'll find out. Oh, man. That's a if lot it does of work, white rocks. If, if it, it does work, though, we, we're going to have to scale that up. Like just exponentially <laughs> because people will want to buy the um they'll want to buy chicks to do it to raise them as their i know own. but i mean like we are, locally people will want i know but we can't overdo it like right but we are not but in between our own batches mm-hmm. that we're going to be you know selling yeah. We can throw eggs in the incubator that we know we're not going to put out mm-hmm. there. And then as soon as they hatch, you know, like, we'll have people who have order, or You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, or... I mean, I, we are going to be getting a crap ton. Because we have 11. We should have. We should have 11 more. to 12 hens. No, so... that one's a rooster. Come on now. <laughs> so, that, hypothetically. You don't think that's a rooster? If it's not a rooster, it's a very mature hen. I, I Yeah, I think it's probably a rooster. Yeah, I think it's probably a rooster. Um, so anyway, we could hypothetically be getting, you know, 10 to 11 eggs a day in the peak season. So it, it'll it only take, what, a week to get, like, a week and a half to get a whole batch of like 80? Eight, yeah, it'll take, like, nine days mm-hmm. to get, which, like, 10 days is, like, really the window. Yeah. And we, I do not want to do more than one batch 80. a month. For us, for growing them, I, I can't. I that's my limit. I've got to. Uh, I mean, it would be. Oh God, yeah. Well, the whole issue would be is that we just need the we just need the chicken tractor. We need enough chicken tractors. We to need do it. bigger property. Like it's. Uh, we can't do. Chicken, all oh my God, no! I want. We need. What do you mean? The we chicken tractors only take up with eight by eight space. Yeah. On any given day, one, only take just up. one of the chicken tractors. We're talking about doing. Oh yeah, no, I don't. You put them in a line. It. We also have sheep and cows, and we're gonna have pigs and our yeah. laying hens. Yeah, that's pigs so are in the much. woods. The sheep and cows will keep doing their thing, and then there will just be a line of chicken tractors that just moves. You need to be, in and the they back. go, and they'll go, like they'll go last. It'll go cows, sheep, and then the line of chicken tractors will, will creep through. Mm. See what I'm saying? I mean, hypothetically, yeah. That's that's been the plan for me. But like, I you know, I don't know. Next year, I want to beef up numbers on birds. But like, you know, unless we expand how many batches we do, like, are you not overwhelmed with all the chickens right now? I am like so overwhelmed. Not right like, it's now. It's worse not, than not I now. thought. Not, not today. No, not not today. Now that they're in the chicken tractor. No, now that they're in the chicken tractor, it's better. But I still am like. And then Saturday, I want to move those ones so I can get my corn planted. Yeah. I should have planted my corn already. It kind of needs to go this weekend. Yeah. I mean, we can only do what we can do. Yeah, you're right. We can only do what we can do. Yeah, that's kind of our motto right now. Yeah. Just surviving, it feels like. I'm probably going to buy another, I'm probably going to buy a nice, expensive sprinkler to put over there by my corn. An expensive sprinkler. Like one that's not going to break in like. A month, like every other cheap sprinkler that I bought. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. We need rain. 
We do, but there's not a drop in the forecast. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Not that I could see, but also my weather app doesn't connect with reality, uh, I guess. It's like hard to put the stakes in right now for the fencing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because the ground's getting hard. It's been hot, dry weather. Yeah, it's... we need some rain to help boost the pastures. Yeah, and the garden. Garden's doing great. Phenomenal. I'm really happy. Um, I have run out of room. <laughs> Even though I expanded it, it's like twice as big as it was last year. And I still kind of ran out of room. But now I've given up. I've Everything that's in is in. And everything I haven't planted, I'm just going to have to. Did you forget about a plant that you put in Troy's Jeep? No, I just haven't been able to water I wa- it. I watered it today. Thank you. It, it, well, it's the it lettuce. Back? It's the lettuce and it's a, a tomato plant. Yeah, but that tomato I'm not invested in. It was um, from like a sucker. I got really um, overzealous with rooting tomato suckers <sighs> and now I don't have room for them all. So I we just have now we have way too many tomato plants. I like it. Yeah. Because we can make tons of sauce if they yeah. grow. Mm-hmm. Um, should I be watering that broccoli thing, by the way? I've also given up on the broccoli. I feel they like it's good. They look good, but I feel like they should have made heads by now. Like, it's about to get hot. Like, why haven't they headed up? How do you get head on a broccoli? Probably water it more. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's it's great, but also probably not going to be great at the end of the week when the weather is like it is. Because it's hard to water it with a hose. I have a hose that's like literally up here right now. I'm I just... know, but I feel like a fireman carrying it. Like, no, 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 no. Stop using that one for this area. The other one, there's one that like reaches in front of the house and like the chicken coop and stuff. I know, but today I was going to grab it, but it was all the way in the front of the yard. No, you're miscommunication, not okay. the black hose. Okay. The other hose. The one that's all curled the... up by the side of the, by the back of the house. No. Okay, yeah. I if I don't know you what you're talking about. You use it to fill up the water in the chickens before. I've seen you. Yeah, that Okay, no, we'll there's have a, to talk. There's later. a black hose mm-hmm. that's super long. Yeah. Then there is a gray and green or gray yeah. and yellow hose. Yeah. That is right here. It won't reach I would have to take it all the way through all the way back around like the, Where are you trying to take it? To the garden. Oh, I thought you were talking about like up here, these plants and stuff. No, no, I was talking no, about you the garden. Use the black hose, but I know that's what can, I literally just said. You can like disconnect, like you don't have to use all three strands. Of okay, hose. well, anyway, it was like ninety-five degrees today, and I didn't want to do any of it. So now we're already running into like the torture weather, where it's like if you don't do everything at eight a.m., it just doesn't get done because it's so scorching hot. And I got a sunburn today, and I was only out there. For like 30 minutes trying to water. And I didn't even finish watering everything. Uh, all my farm chores have to get done in the afternoon. So. Yeah. That sucks. I have to get home. Chug a Red Bull. And go to work. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So we need rain. For our pastures. Uh, hopefully we get some rain within the next like. Seven days. Yeah. Praying for that. Yeah, because the pastures are going to be all eight down. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, eventually I need some rain. Yeah, yeah. I need some rain to bounce them back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what else you want to talk about? Anything? 
What else? I mean, the other hatching eggs that we got just on the chicken train, like, they're um, doing great. I think there was only one. I candled them at seven days, and I think there was only one that wasn't growing that I could tell. I only did half of them because you can't see in the dark, dark brown ones. Um, which is good and I'm happy, but like I said, I don't want any more fucking chickens. So I'm like regretting my decision to buy oh, these. Oh, you love the chickens. Which, I mean, it just sucks because these are the ones that like originally had been like what I dreamed of. Like I wanted these before we even had chickens. Yeah, like I wanted these know, so bad. And once they I turn feel like... into the big ones, once they become big girls and they're in there, you'll be happy. I hope so. I'm just like totally burnt out from it already. Like I'm not excited about them when I want to be. <laughs> They'll be fun. You'll mm -hmm. when you see them all peeping around. Yeah. I hope so. I think it's just all the eighty birds and the brooder situation. Yeah, just just way too many ya. birds. Yeah. That does wrecked you for a little bit. It really did. I never want to see another chicken in my life. <laughs> And we have three, I don't even, we have so many batches of birds, I don't even know to, how to refer to them. We have three chicks. The three Easter Eggers. Yeah, but they're not three Easter Eggers. You call them the three Easter Eggers, but only one of them is an Easter Egger. What are the other? Oh, one's a Moran. One's a Moran, and the other one's supposed to be an Olive Egger, but... It, ah, they're like, like a they're month fun. old. They're from the last they're not batch. They're a month old. They're like two months old. They look like they're only a month old. They're older than you think. Yeah. They're just not growing because they don't get fed. They get fed out there. I mean, okay, they get fed. That sounded probably bad. For, I didn't mean it like that. I meant that the birds that they're with, which are the white rocks, um, don't get along with them at all. And so they always, like stop them from getting the food so i have to feed them in a separate area yeah and they always get out and so they pretty much just free range where are they getting their water at i have a dog bowl that i put out for them <laughs> that'll be all right i know they know where the big water like i'm sure they could they could get the big water if they like if it was an emergency like if for some reason i forgot to fill it up but yeah i fill a dog bowl up for them well we have some waters that we can put over there right now I mean, There's yeah. some in the brooder, like some nice big ones. I was hoping it would just be a temporary dog bowl because I thought eventually they'd all get along, but they're not. It's just a disaster. You can move them into where you had the, uh, um, the three forever. Yeah, I could, and that's an option, but, like, the amount of different chicken areas that I have to feed, like... The way that I had, well, maybe not because you changed it today, but the way I had had the food was they can still poke their head in to eat the food that I feed the white rocks, but there's still a fence in between them. If you it, had, it but you were sense. using the crappiest feeder in the world for the white rocks. That's why I did that. I know, but it was working for oh, what wait, I needed. Oh, I know you did, have a, you did have a red one in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had two feeders in there. Just give them a, um, there's a feeder... And the meat bird thing I need to take out. And just well, the whole point was that I didn't have to do an extra feeder, but I clearly am going to have to. <laughs> yeah, just fill it up. Uh, when I walk by, yeah. I, throw, I throw, I'd like dump like half a jar when I walk by them all the time, like quarter of a jar. Yeah, they're fine. They're yeah, they're like eating all kinds thing. of stuff. They're probably like the healthiest. <laughs> I know. Ah, <laughs> uh, too many chickens. There's how many chickens on the farm right now? 75 80, plus. 
three plus eleven plus no. three plus nine plus two plus three. Where are you getting the nine from? So you have your nine big girls. Yeah. Plus. All right. Well, I guess we don't have this. Is probably so boring. We have like a hundred <laughs> chickens, literally. We have more than a hundred chickens. Oh my god. Sure we have more than a hundred chickens. Uh, yeah, no more chickens. We'd be like our neighbor. About yeah. fifty. <laughs> no. Okay. About okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I guess that's what's been going on. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. What's next? We are in we... the red. Oh, I just meant what's red. next on the farm <laughs> that we can talk that we're gonna talk about in the next episode. How, how do we know what we're gonna talk about on the next episode? I don't know. I'm, I plan on building some chicken tractors, more of them, and maybe starting the coop and planting corn. Cool. I'll keep trying to water my garden and getting sunburned. Yeah, you're going to regret that sunburn tomorrow. Well, I can only do what I can do. No one here to rub sun lotion on my back. Um, there is someone <laughs> here, but not <laughs> when you're about to go out and get burned because I am at work. Because I do it on my lunch break at like the worst time to go. But I'll get you a paint roller. <laughs> yeah, please do. Like Big Ed. Hey, I'm talking about Big Ed like that. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.